Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. EDI Travel. If it's news about Christian faith or values, they won't carry it. We will. You can hear it on the Don Crow Show. Live from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios, it's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM, WAVA. The Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. And a good Friday to you. Hello there and welcome to this edition of the Don Crow Show. Monday through Friday, we get together 4 to uh, 6 o'clock each afternoon. Always a lot more fun (laughs) when you're here with us. And especially when we can share the day as well with our good friends in Tampa. Listening to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to you folks as well. Honored to... Be able to share the day with you. Now, coming up on today's show, a couple of conversations this hour from earlier in the week. First with Dr. Victor Davis Hansen about his column at National Review Online in which he said, From Dianne Feinstein to John Kerry to Maxine Waters to Corey Spartacus Booker, Democrats are losing their marbles. The progressive street, says Hansen, is leading fossilized Democrats. The guy had such a way with words, doesn't he? The The progressive street is leading fossilized Democrats into a sort of collective madness. Uh, It couldn't be better said, and of course, it's Hanson saying it, so that's uh, why it's so good. Uh, I want to share that conversation with you a little later. Well, in fact, in just a few minutes this hour. Also later in the hour, another great conversation with a brilliant mind, Matt Staver, an attorney and founder and president of a great organization, Liberty Council. Uh, He gave us his considered analysis on uh, what I'm calling, and I think many of you would agree, the brutal an unwarranted assault being carried out carried out by the Democrats and others on the left against a very honorable man, Judge Brett Kavanaugh. We've been hearing about it as the days have been covered incessantly, and most of the media, of course, slanted against Kavanaugh, slanted against, you know, even if not open, uh, outright slanting of the news, but it's there. It's twisting, it's turning, it's uh, shading it in the wrong direction as far as the truth of the matter is concerned. 
Uh, so Matt Staber has some excellent thoughts on it, and uh, we'll share those as well coming up a little later this hour. But, folks, in addition to all that, I would suggest, really, and I know many of you are already doing this, I would suggest that you pray for the Kavanaugh family, number one. Uh, For Mr. Kavanaugh and his wife and his children, no family should be put through this public display of hatred and animosity. And let me tell you something. I've said it from day one. Others far smarter than I have said the same. This is nothing more or less than that absolute terror that struck into the hearts of the abortionists, uh, those in government and those in the uh, uh, private sector who are absolutely afraid that uh, another voice such as Judge Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court may well end the slaughter of our innocent children after all these years of Roe v. Wade since 1973. That's really what they're afraid of more than anything else. I don't care how they want to couch it. That's really what's underlying this whole vitriol and hatred, unjustified, unwarranted, unconfirmed, unsubstantiated against this good man. So I would encourage you to pray first for Judge Kavanaugh. Pray for our leaders in Washington who are fighting the good fight, who are calling this what it is, who have to make some decisions in the next few days to move this case forward out of Judiciary Committee and onto the full Senate and get it done and over with. Even at that, there's a sense in which, like Clarence Thomas, Judge Kavanaugh's name, his good name, will be stained for the rest of uh, American history because of this awful, awful outpouring of nothing less or more than partisan politics and uh, the hard left driving it. But again, having said that, pray that God will give grace to the Kavanaugh's. Pray, if you would, that God will give wisdom and backbone and integrity to those in government who need to make the decisions on this matter, uh, that and more as uh, this thing unfolds. And let's hope it gets wrapped up very shortly. Next hour, 5 to 6 o'clock, we'll be honored to have Joe Metamano. Joe is the recently appointed executive director of one of the greatest ministries in our country, 135-year-old inner-city ministry here in Washington, D.C., Many of you know it, love it, have supported it for years, Central Union Mission. And uh, it's a position to which Joe brings a wealth of uh, nonprofit management experience. I mean, he's worked with Global Impact, Prison Fellowship, World Vision, and more. And Joe will be in studio with me next hour for the entire hour to introduce you, who may not know him, uh, as the new uh, leader over at Central Union Mission, of course, following in the footsteps of our great friend, Uh, Dave Treadwell, David Treadwell, for so many years doing such a great job as well in that post. Uh, Let me just quickly, uh, we're not raising funds as such today doing the campaign, but we are certainly uh, still encouraging those of you in our audience here at WABA to give if you haven't done so. But I want to tell you where we are real quickly. Our goal is 132 families of four, families of four in Haiti and Guatemala to receive food for a year and water for life through food for the poor. So far you've provided, <clears throat> excuse me, so far you've provided for 93 of those families. 70.4% of goal leaves us a goal to go of just 39 more families. That's it. And all, all it takes is a one-time $324 gift, which many are doing over 12 months, $27 a month for you to take care of an entire family of four. But I want to thank Darren in Oxon Hill said, hey, I can take care of two children 
$80 per child, $160 gift. Thank you, Darren, for that. Thomas and Alexandra said, hey, I want to be a part of this. $27 gift. God bless you, Thomas. And also, Jesse in Manassas gave a $1,000 gift to help three-plus families have food for a year and water for life. So as we go to the break and move on to some other things, here's the number. If you want to call and make a gift to Food for the Poor, it's 855-860-4673. 855-860-4673. Online at WAVA.com. $80 provides food for a year, water for life for one child. $160 does it for two. And as we've been saying, a $324 gift does that for a family of four. 855-860-4673 online at WAVA.com. And a huge thank you to all of you who've been part of this so far. God bless you. Over the last two years, bold, conservative leadership has the stock market at historic highs, unemployment at all-time lows, and the future looks bright. But with midterm elections in November, the left, hoping to flood the polls with a blue wave, threatens a return to a stagnant economy, weakness abroad, and prosperity strangling taxation. Florida is once again a battleground. We must prevail. Join us Thursday, October 18th at Tampa's Straz Center for the Battleground States Tour with insight into all that's at stake for our state and our nation. From today's most influential conservative voices, national radio hosts Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher, and featuring special guests Sebastian Gorka and Kaylee McEnany. Don't miss the Battleground States Tour, October 18th at the Straz Center. Limited VIP tickets include a special meet-and-greet reception with a panel at 5.30. Event begins at 7. Get your tickets today at TheAnswerTampa.com. Decorating a light switch cover? That's a do-it-yourself. Rewiring the light switch? That's a don't-do-it-yourself. Don't take chances. Call your locally owned Mr. Sparky for any electrical repair. We always leave your home safer than we found it. And Mr. Sparky's straightforward pricing means no surprises. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Terms and conditions may apply. Call for details. Independently owned and operated. Licensed in the respective state or county. How would you like to win a trip for two to Israel with Pastor Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory? A trip to the Holy Land will make the words of the Bible come alive for you and transform how you study God's Word. You will create memories that will last a lifetime. And I promise you will encounter the Lord in a way you've never experienced before. Just log on to our station website and you could win the experience of a lifetime with Pastor Jeffress. As a bonus, when you log on, you'll also receive a free copy of the Elijah map from Pastor Jeffress that shows the incredible Holy Land journeys of the prophet Elijah and the significance of the major milestones in his life. We're using the prophet's life to uncover seven secrets for living a successful and significant life. So log on today and you may be following in Elijah's footsteps soon. Enter to win a free trip to Israel with Dr. Robert Jeffress at letstalkfaith.com. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. 
Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. We're pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. The Don Crow Show on WAVA. From Diane Feinstein to John Kerry to Maxine Waters to Corey Spartacus Booker, Democrats are losing their marbles. The progressive street is leading fossilized, <laughs> fossilized Democrats into a sort of collective madness. Joining us to uh, justify those words and much more, best-selling author, analyst, commentator, Dr. Victor Davis Hanson. Dr. Hansen is the Martin and Ellie Anderson Senior Fellow in Classics and Military History at the Hoover Institution, Stanford University, author of a number of great books, including one of his most recent, The Second World Wars, How the First Global Conflict Was Fought and Won. It's available at Basic Books, basicbooks.com. And, of course, your regular bookstores and Amazon.com as well. Victor, always great to have you on the show, my friend. Thanks for joining me. And you open your remarks by describing, <laughs> as only you can in my view, the dinosaurs of the Democrat Party racing hard as their uh, wobbly legs will carry them uh, to outleft the left uh, that's growing in their party. Am I right? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, this this um, this last three weeks, we've had Joe Biden, really, if you look at the grammar carefully, what he said, that the Trump supporters were the the dregs of society. And then we had Hillary Clinton lecturing Rachel Maddow on why women must be believed under all circumstances. And then we had Barack Obama kind of with the first person typical monotony, I, 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 and I did this, taking credit for the Trump economy and kind of confused whether he was saying that Trump was a lousy president or that he was a good president, but he's a good president because of Obama. And so these guys are coming out. I think it was the, the Woodward book, the anonymous op-ed in the New York Times, 
sort of the distortion of the of the John McCain funeral they were going to create, and the, of course the Kavanaugh hearing was the keystone of the whole thing. They were going to create a, a climate of chaos, the Trump chaos, delegitimizing, um, and, and run on this and, and sweep the house. And they may they may win the house, but I think they're starting to get a little pushback. And what America's seeing when they listen to a Biden or when they listen to Hillary Clinton. Or they see that I am Spartacus stuff during the hearings, or now this latest accusation by uh, Dr. Ford. I don't think that's a picture that uh, independents necessarily approve of. And it reminds them that maybe even in 2006 people thought that Trump was the alternative to that. And the multiple performances in the early days of the hearings with uh, Judge Kavanaugh, uh, right from the get-go, uh, Senator Grassley uh, interrupted, what, 45 times? Junior Senator from California, Kamala Harris, uh, putting on her own performance. And then, of course, I understand some of the protesters even hired and paid money to help disrupt. And all of this planned at a weekend prior to the hearings by the Democrats. Am I right? Yes, yeah, because now we're presented with Orwellian situation where an accuser wanted to remain anonymous to be more effective so she couldn't be cross-examined, was basically setting the precedent that any of us, men or women, anybody, for somebody can come out of your past 36 years ago, make an allegation which you deny and which the other person involved denies, not cite a place or a location, not explain why they didn't come forward for 30 years, contradict a therapist's written notes of a conversation about it six years ago, and then um, when she's exposed or, or self-identifies, then she essentially tells the investigators the conditions under which she wants to pursue. I mean, if you and I are under a criminal investigation, or we're, excuse me, if we're making an act in a civil or criminal, we're making a allegation, we don't tell the district attorney or the prosecuting federal attorney uh, how he's going to conduct himself. That's a matter for government. And yet she's got all these conditions about how she will be interviewed. I think that it gets back on to the idea they never thought that she was going to be identified. It was an insurance policy mm-hmm. that Diane Feinstein sat on for weeks, and it was only to be used as any little gossip rumor if uh, it looked like they couldn't derail Kavanaugh during the hearings, and then after the hearings, when she couldn't be cross-examined, then she was going to float this this allegation, thinking that that would be enough. And then when that wasn't enough, they identified her, and then it all fell apart for them. It's it's kind of boomeranging now, I think. And you also mentioned, among other things, Senator Feinstein, of course, now in her own battle for her seventh term in the U.S. Senate against, I guess, an even more radical Democrat in your state out there. And apparently, she had more than one aim. In uh, in sitting on the uh, the Blasey Ford letter since July, obviously the sabotaging of the Kavanaugh nomination now apparent. But uh, as I understood your article, uh, really in describing uh, the uh, the fossilized uh, Democrats, if you will, the older uh, yeah. element of the party, they're really trying to outleft the left uh, because they see a whole new radical trend coming in their own party. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the, the main theme of the, of the piece. I was saying that under their, the definition of their own identity politics, and Diane Feinstein's reduced to an 85-year-old white woman that lives in a $20 million mansion uh, and married to a billionaire. And that doesn't cut it these days when you have Alexandria uh, Ocasio 
Cortez or Julia Salazar or Kevin DeLeon who's running against uh, Feinstein or Joe Biden, an old white guy. And so he's, they're all sort of being upstaged by the Kamala Harris's or the Cory Booker's or the younger people of the party. And you can see that in the coverage of the hearings. And they feel that this path is by. The party, it's not really by age either. It's an identity politics party. When you have an 80-year-old Maxine Waters upstaging a, a, you know, a 76-year-old Nancy Pelosi, but that's what's happened. It's moved so far to the left that all of these people who really did create this Frankenstein monster of identity politics are now being devoured by it. You know, they're clueless. So they, they're, they're self-radicalizing to catch up. What impact is all of this, in your view, going to have? I want to get to John Kerry in a moment, as you do in the piece. But, uh, by the way, this is a National Review online, folks. When the left, uh, really, when the left is just uh, outlefting itself, if you will. Uh, but uh, what, uh, is the, what does this maybe bode for uh, middle America, if you will, as they see this stuff, they see this assault on a very good and honorable man, and will it, in fact, push even more of uh, mainstream America to get out and vote uh, on behalf of uh, uh, policies and uh, programs of the Trump administration and their uh, their Republican candidates in their uh, particular states? Yeah, I, I do think it will. I think it's reminding people um, why they voted for Trump. It wasn't because necessarily they were Trump enthusiasts. They just saw Trump as the only alternative to this madness on the part of this radical progressive hijacking of the old Democratic Party, and then the indifference or the inability to count it by the Republican. And it's going to be a reminder of that. And I think a lot of them are getting complacent. They thought we're getting almost 4% economic growth, record high uh, stock market. Trump obviously will get credit, will just stay home. And I think they're seeing now what they're dealing with, and there's no real alternative. And I think independents are going to say, do we really want to live in a country where any of us can have our lives ruined in 24 hours by something that someone claims we did 36 uh, years ago? So, and you start to see a little bit. But Ted Cruz is pulling away in his uh, mm-hmm. Senate race. There was a, a very important state legislature race in Texas. Donna Shalala, who's a, uh, you know, she's back in Florida running in a uh, in a race in Florida, is behind in the polls. And there's a couple of races out here in California that should have been. Uh, secure blue seats. I'm in one of them. I'm living near a district where Jim Costa, seven-term Democratic congressman, is having a race of his life by a 32-year-old Southeast Asian uh, brilliant um, Republican candidate, Elizabeth Hang. And that's not supposed to be happening, but you're starting to see sort of, maybe this is like 2016, where this echo chamber on the left just assured us there was two, six, eight percent chance that Trump could win. Meanwhile, they, they didn't see what was right under their nose. I, I think there's a billion resistance to what they had to offer. It, just, it makes us feel kind of creepy to watch the rudeness and the boisterousness and the disruptions and these low tactics. And there's been so much of it lately that it's having the opposite effect of, I think, what it was intended. One final quick question for time's sake. Paul Manafort, you say... You point out very well, Paul Manafort was indicted in part for being an unregistered foreign agent, while John Kerry feels he should be praised as a paragon of moral virtue for the same offense. Of course, talking about Kerry's shadow uh, diplomacy, if you will, with the Iranians. Talk about that for a moment. I think everybody would agree that Paul Manafort did things that were quite 
unethical and illegal, but they're in the, the grand scheme of things, they're not going to affect the United States. It was just a, a way to get money. But John Kerry, when he's carrying on a shadow diplomacy with his counterpart uh, from Iran, he's really telling the Iranians and trying to drum up support for that position among the Europeans that if you can just survive, uh, sober and judicious people in the United States are going to work to, to um, stop these sanctions and, and Trump will be gone and do what you have to do to survive Trump. And that's that's something we've never seen before. And, uh, you know, people were very, uh, Obama kind of talked to Iran uh, in 2008, but we've never seen anybody not only do it, but then sort of brag about it. Mm. And I guess it's the same thing, like, lack of awareness of how they appear, appear to other people. Most Americans do not like a former Secretary of State trying to undermine his predecessor's policies, and yet Kerry seems oblivious to that fact, as these other Democrats are to the effect that they're having on just average people who don't like that type of uh, street theater in the U.S. Senate. Always good to talk with you. Thank you. Let's do it again soon. Thank you. Dr. Victor Davis Hansen. His website is his name, Victor Hansen. Com. You can find his private papers there. Uh, this particular column is uh, that we've talked about is at National Review Online. And his book, The Second World Wars, How the First Global Conflict Was Fought and Won. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. Basicbooks.com and, of course, Amazon and other sources. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. If you've ever dreamed of traveling to Japan, Travel Cats has crafted an amazing journey of discovery, combining both the modern spirit and the timeless traditions of Japanese culture. You'll encounter iconic sites like the neon skyline of Tokyo, foodie hotspots of Osaka, a memorable night in a traditional Ryokan, and so much more. Learn more by calling Travel Cats at 352-277-7300 or go to TravelCats.com. That's Travel, K-A-T-Z dot com. How would you like to win a trip for two to Israel with Pastor Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory? A trip to the Holy Land will make the words of the Bible come alive for you and transform how you study God's Word. You will create memories that will last a lifetime. 
And I promise you will encounter the Lord in a way you've never experienced before. Just log on to our station website and you could win the experience of a lifetime with Pastor Jeffress. As a bonus, when you log on, you'll also receive a free copy of the Elijah map from Pastor Jeffress that shows the incredible Holy Land journeys of the prophet Elijah and the significance of the major milestones in his life. We're using the prophet's life to uncover seven secrets for living a successful and significant life. So log on today and you may be following in Elijah's footsteps soon. Enter to win a free trip to Israel with Dr. Robert Jeffress at letstalkfaith.com. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. You are a child of the Most High King. You have favor on your life. Act like it, walk like it, talk like it. If you knew who you were, you would act differently. Praise God. Keep your head up high. Why? Because I'm a child of the King. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Something very unique and totally different from D.C. Uh, the truth. It's the Don Crow Show on life-changing talk radio, WAVA. Crow Show on WAVA, brought to you in part by Local Expert Realty, where Realtor Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or else she'll buy it. You want to talk to her about it? 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858. Or go to soldin58.com on the web. That's soldin and the numbers 58.com. Well, as the politics of personal destruction seems to be alive and very well here in Washington, a preferred mode of operation seems to me for the Democrats and others on the left, the latest target being the Honorable Judge Brett Kavanaugh, President Trump's current nominee to replace the retiring Supreme Court Judge Anthony Kennedy. Uh, As a uh, Palo Alto University, Christine Blasey Ford claims that Thirty-six years ago, Judge Kavanaugh, then a high school teenager himself, sexually assaulted her when both were students here in Maryland. She at Holton Arms, an all-girls school in Bethesda, and he at Georgetown Prep, all-boys school, as my guest notes, some seven miles away from her school. 
Joining us now to talk more about this, what I call serious stain on American politics, Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council, also chairman of Liberty Council Action and more. Matt, welcome. Uh, Honor always to have you. And there are any number of places to pick up the thread on this tragedy that's unfolding on against the judge. But maybe starting with Senator Dianne Feinstein, uh, Feinstein sitting on the, store, on the story back in July, right? Yeah, she sat on the story for at least six weeks. And she and the other Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee were aware of this uh, letter by an anonymous source at the time. And even when she ultimately released it, she said the, uh, the source wanted to remain anonymous. And um, she knew about who it was, but she knew that she wanted to remain anonymous. She didn't do anything for six weeks. She met with the uh, judge, Brett Kavanaugh, didn't raise it in a private meeting. Not a single Democrat raised it during the Senate Judiciary confirmation hearings. And when the first week of testimony uh, completed and then the following week after the Senate came back from recess and they could not delay or stop the hearings, that's when she released this. Now they say, oh, well, there's got to be a full FBI investigation. Well, and that she first of all, they said that she has to testify. So now uh, Senator Grassley has set Monday, next week Monday, for her to testify. Uh, but now she says to her lawyer she's not going to testify, that it's premature, that there needs to be a complete FBI investigation. Well, today uh, sources with the FBI said, the FBI is not going to investigate that. It is a 36-year-old allegation. The story has changed. And the woman, uh, in this case, uh, Blasey Ford, uh, says she's not going to testify, and she refuses to testify under oath. So why would the FBI investigate it, especially a 36-year-old incident that's not a crime? And by the way, there's two now people have come forth and said that it never happened. Uh, she has now come up with two different names, uh, and both of those individuals who were high school roommates of Brett Kavanaugh said it never happened. So her story is just really crumbling at this point. If you go all the way back, it, it, it's, it's very clear what this is all about. It's attempt to delay or stop the hearing of Brett Kavanaugh to be confirmed to the United States Supreme Court. And all you have to do is go back to the first eight seconds of this um, hearing uh, when it opened up uh, on Tuesday, the day after Labor Day, eight seconds into the opening statement by the chairman, Senator Grassley, he was interrupted, and he was interrupted 44 times over the next 40 minutes, uh, much of which by Senate Democrats seeking to delay and cancel the hearings, and then also as they encouraged the people in the audience to delay and disrupt. They weren't able to do it. Uh, they weren't able to do it last week. And so this is just another delay tactic. That's all it is. And it's an attempt, unfortunately, to delay at the expense of a decent individual with a 36-year-old changing, unverified, crumbling story uh, that happened when she was in high school. I'm talking with Matt Staver of Liberty Council about the Kavanaugh hearings. And we'll be back with more in a moment here on The Don Crow Show. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. 
If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. The Don Crow Show is Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel. Just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Lewis, I'm your Uncle Jonathan. Are you wearing a robe? It's a kimono. The House with a Clock in Its Walls tells the tale of a boy who goes to live with his uncle after his parents die in an accident, only to find that this strange relative is really a warlock. Based on a popular kid's mystery book, this film has an initial feeling of broad, magic-filled playfulness. But director Eli Roth then quickly opens the doors to pentagrams, blood magic spells, necromancy, and demons. It's more than enough to keep families, and especially kids, outside these cinematic walls. I'll give The House with a Clock in Its Walls a 1 out of 5 for family friendliness. For the full review, be sure to visit Plugin.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olaszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. God's Word says that God hates divorce. This is what I love about that. He doesn't hate divorced people, but he hates what divorce does to people. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and today Opal Erickson describes how God started to work in her life to restore a broken marriage. So my heart was to just stay true to God and just trust him with the word that he had given me. I have to tell you, it was not easy. I could have never done what I did except through the grace of God. But there would be days when I wanted to go bash out his windshields and slit his tires, but then God would say, just love him. That's where I learned a new lesson about what God's love really is. Mm. It isn't just loving your neighbor. I thought I could do that pretty good, but I had to learn to really love my husband in a new way. There's hope for your relationship. More at familyminute.org. 
Continuing our conversation for just a few more minutes with Attorney Matt Staver of Liberty Council, talking about the relentless and unconscionable attacks on President Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, by Democrat activist Christine Blasey Ford. Matt, tell us who this woman is in terms of her own politics and her own agenda. She is far from a an innocent bystander to American politics. Yeah, she's a registered Democrat. She's made donations to Bernie Sanders, so obviously she supports his socialist ideas. Uh, she has contributed to the Democratic National Committee, Act Blue, a far-left political group. She signed an anti-Trump letter on border policy. She was part of an anti-Trump march involving the president's alleged cutting of funding for science research. She made a hat to look like a brain, patterned after the offensive hats worn during the so-called Women's March in D.C. protesting Donald Trump. Uh, Her uh, lawyer is Deborah Katz, who has a history of repetitive donations to Democratic candidates. She's a Democratic activist. She's spoken in defense of Bill Clinton against the accusations brought by Paula Jones, so she has a double standard. She also said that the former uh, Minnesota Democratic Senator Al Franken should never have resigned, even though there's multiple complaints by multiple women over recent and repetitive time frame of sexual uh, assaults uh, and um, harassment. That person should not resign, she says. But now uh, she is going after someone with a 36-year-old allegation that's unverified, not cooperated, not repeated, and crumbles because of uh, more and more people say, number one, it didn't happen. Number two, 65 women have come forth and said that, in fact, they've known him since high school, and uh, he was always honorable and respectful toward women. Katz is also the vice chair on the board of directors of the Project on Government Oversight, an organization funded by George Soros, which organization co-signed a letter to Senator Dianne Feinstein and Senator Grassley, along with a variety of other leftist groups demanding Kavanaugh records before the hearing even began. Her brother uh, is an individual who works or did work at least for 15 years with Baker Hostetler, a law firm that retained Fusion GPS, the infamous company that produced the unverified steel dossier on President Trump and uh, Russia. So, you know, you go on and on and on over this situation. Uh, She gets an opportunity to tell her story, and she refuses to do so. I never anticipated she would tell her story. She doesn't want to go under oath because if she went under oath, she probably would be charged with, you know, lying under oath. Now, you know, again, nobody is in favor of sexual harassment. But this kind of allegation of 36 years ago, 36 years ago, when they were in high school, when no one can verify it, when people say it never happened, when other people say that's not the Brett Kavanaugh I knew and do know, that cheapens real situations where real people have real sexual harassment because it is crying wolf too much and people just simply won't believe the real situations. This is frivolous. Had Hillary Clinton been president and had she nominated some uh, radical uh, judicial activists, which she would have, and had uh, the hearings gone on and this letter been in the hands of a conservative Republican, 
And then they couldn't delay the meeting and the hearings, and they harassed, which they wouldn't have done because it's just not the same demeanor. But had that happened and they couldn't delay, and they brought this out, and they said, oh, we've got this serious smoking gun. What is it? Well, it was 36 years ago when uh, she was 15 and Brett Kavanaugh was 17 years of age, both minors. The radical left and the media would have made a mockery of that, and well, they should, uh, because this is just outrageous, and it demeans our system. Where do you see this going then? Do you see the Judiciary Committee simply uh, taking the cue from this and moving forward and getting this thing processed? Yeah, I think so. Even uh, senators like Flake and Corker and some others who said, yeah, she needs to be able to testify. We shouldn't have a vote until then. Now they said if she doesn't show up on Monday, we should go ahead and vote, and they're ready to vote for her uh, for uh, the nomination. So I think she's not going to show up Monday. There's no no way in the world she's going to show up Monday. And the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee then moves ahead with a, a vote to get it out of committee, and eventually – that could be to the United States Senate as early as toward the end of uh, next week. And then we'll have a confirmation vote. And the uh, term of the Supreme Court starts October 1 on a Monday. So I, I think there's still time to seat him for that term. But I, I don't think there's going to be any more delays. Good to talk with you as always. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. My Matt Staver, president of Liberty Council couple of websites for you to follow up his work and that of his colleagues, and it's lc.org and libertycouncil.com. As we go to the bottom of the hour break, I've been doing uh, a bit of uh, rereading, researching some uh, stuff that stuck in my craw when it happened back in the 80s, and that is Ronald Reagan's Commerce Secretary, Ray Donovan. He and I think five or six other businessmen in New York were dragged into court and uh, put through two and a half years of excruciating and destructive examination on uh, false charges. And at the end of it all, it took the jury over two days, only 10 hours to one by one acquit every single one of them. And I'll never forget Donovan's uh, remark at the end of it. Of course, uh, everybody celebrating that the truth had, in fact, come out. Uh, But among other things, uh, Ray Donovan said, Where does a man go to get back his reputation? And that's really the point, uh, that uh, the stain that this puts on innocent people, uh, all in the name of dirty partisan politics, destructive politics of destruction, uh, and uh, without any concern for the truth, that's the problem. Jesus said men who love the truth welcome the light. They come to the light and uh, Ray, Do- I'm sorry, uh, yes, Ray Donovan in one case, but in this case, uh, Brett uh, Kavanaugh has not been afraid of the truth. And he says, I'll meet- I want to meet her. I want to be in court with her. I want to hear her charges. I-, I have the right to face my accuser, which, of course, is heart and soul of American law. And, of course, we're seeing how uh, that's going down, uh, going down fast because uh, those who really don't want the truth, don't want the light of the truth either to come out. They just wanted to hopefully delay his nomination. Hey, we have more. Stay with us. 
weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. That is the gospel message. The gospel defined. Jesus died sacrificially. He rose victoriously. And he offers salvation to everyone who believes in him. That is the gospel. Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. In their desperate attempt to smear Judge Brett Kavanaugh, many left-leaning commentators try to connect him to hashtag MeToo malefactors like Harvey Weinstein. For two reasons, this association is utterly unfair. First, the hashtag MeToo villains all exploited positions of power. Kavanaugh was a 17-year-old high school junior at the time of his alleged misdeeds. Second, all the hashtag MeToo villains were guilty of mistreating multiple women, sometimes hundreds. In Judge Kavanaugh's case, he's accused of mistreating only one woman on a single occasion. The timing of the accusations is also highly suspect. If senators allow this shady maneuver to succeed, they will shift our politics from merely ugly to outrageously unjust. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow. Your favorite Tampa Bay sports talk show, the Pick and Roll Show with the mayor, the sports socialist, and Pillsbury is on the move. Yes, we're still broadcasting on Faith Talk, but we will be changing our airtime to 7 to 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Still the same great show, just at a fresh new time. That's right. Wake up with us on Saturday mornings as we continue to bring you a faith-based sports show safe for the entire family. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk 570. 910 and FM 102.1. Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling. Cultivating a love of learning through a Christian worldview. Here is Classical Conversations homeschooling advocate, Lee Borton. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? It's Jeremiah 17, 9. This quotation from Shakespeare. This quotation from scripture could be on the movie poster for Shakespeare's Macbeth. I love reading this play with homeschoolers because it shows ambition apart from God's timing or blessing is sin. Macbeth is the picture of what happens when a man gives himself over to deceit and coveting things above God. In the end, there is death for innocent children and for Macbeth and his wife. Shakespeare shows us what it looks like to succumb to temptation. He teaches us through Macbeth that the consequences of our sins are not limited to ourselves alone, but can extend to our families, our communities, and our nation. At the beginning of the play, Macbeth is tempted by three witches who tell him that he will be a noble and then a king, and he's immediately promoted to nobility by his king. So now Macbeth becomes ambitious and decides he should also be king immediately. When Satan comes, he tempts us with a tiny bit of truth. Macbeth decides not to wait for the prophecy to come true, but to make himself king by force. He becomes a serial murderer and warlord. It reminds me of David and his taking of Uriah's wife. In the end, this once honorable man can no longer find any meaning in life. Macbeth calls it a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. As Christians, we can learn from his fallen temptation and sin. Moreover, we can celebrate the knowledge that we live a life told not by an idiot, but by the omniscient creator. It's not full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Rather, it is a life full of force and meaning, ultimately signifying everything. You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bordens. To learn more, visit classicalconversations.com. 
Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, ChristianTuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools. ChristianTuitions.com. Don Crow Show on WAVA. Happy to share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show in Tampa, Florida as well today. And uh, coming up in just a few minutes, next hour, we'll talk with uh, Joe Matamano. Joe's the executive director of a great ministry here in Washington, D.C. Talk about true inner city ministry for 135 years and counting. Central Union Mission. Joe will be in studio with me in just a couple of minutes. Judge Kavanaugh will be on the Supreme Court. Those words today from Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell speaking at the 13th Annual Values Voters Summit here in Washington, hosted, of course, by Family Research Council Action, led by our good friend Tony Perkins, three-day conference featuring speaker uh, speeches and breakout sessions and all of that. And uh, Senator Mitch McConnell speaking out among the first on the issue today at the conference. He says, you've watched the fight, you've watched the tactics, but here's what I want to tell you. In the very near future, Judge Kavanaugh will be on the United States Supreme Court. And I believe there's every reason to uh, acknowledge that uh, the good senator knows (laughs) in the end what he's talking about. Uh, a lot of pain, a lot of unnecessary foolishness and worse go- <clears throat> going on in the meantime. But uh, I think in the bottom line, end of it all, that's what it will be. And again, as I said earlier in the uh, first hour of the show, sadly, the stain that that creates on a, a, a good and honorable man, uh, much like Clarence Thomas uh, in the Anita Hill debacle of years ago. Thank you, Ted Kennedy and others. Uh you know, that uh, Mr. Kavanaugh will have to live with and the nation will have to live with totally undeserved, unwarranted, unjustified. Uh, but in the meantime, let's hope that this thing moves forward to a uh, a good and clean confusion. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to choose my words here. A clean, when it's all over, uh, a clean decision without any uh, long-term rancor. Again, as we wrap up this hour, reiterating my own view has been from day one when this woman came out of nowhere after all these years, 36 years, and Senator Feinstein Feinstein sat on it for how long? Six months or whatever, since July at least, uh, the letter written. And now this woman's saying she doesn't want the uh, the notoriety, if you will, she wa- how could you possibly write a letter like that and expect, uh, expect anonymity? It just uh, flies in the face of logic and reason. Obviously, this was planned as a last-ditch effort uh, to uh, prevent the, uh, the um, seating of this great judge. But I, I'm uh, happy to hear uh, Senator McConnell's words, and let's hope that it happens quickly. Hey, that's it for this hour. We have more to come in the next hour. Stay with us here on The Don Crow Show.
to give you strength between Sundays. Let's not talk about glory. Let's talk about suffering. It's the cross, then the crown. It's humiliation, then the exaltation. Guys, are you up for that? In God's goodness, they were up for it. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein is denying a report of the New York Times that he suggested last year he secretly record President Trump in the White House to expose chaos in the administration. Correspondent Ken Lorman has more. Rosenstein says, quoting here, The New York Times story is inaccurate and factually incorrect. In a statement, he continued, quote, I will not further comment on a story based on anonymous sources who are obviously biased against the department and are advancing their own personal agenda. But let me be clear about this. Based on my personal dealings with the president, there is no basis to invoke the 25th Amendment. Ken Lorman reporting. The 25th Amendment to the Constitution spells out a president can be declared unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office upon a majority vote of the vice president and the cabinet. Residents of the Carolinas are returning to their homes after Hurricane Florence, but for many, the worries are not over. Greg Lovell tells WECT-TV the water level continues to creep up in his flooded neighborhood in Hampstead, North Carolina. We're taking tree limbs and staking them in the ground to see when the water's going to stop, and it just keeps rising. And um, the people, everybody here thought we were safe. South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster warns that the worst of the flooding from Florence is yet to come. Well, the sun's shining here. It's another beautiful South Carolina day, but along the North Carolina border, our county's there, as you know, the, the rivers are flooding, and uh, they have not even crested yet in, in some parts of the state. The National Weather Service says some rivers could reach record flood levels late Saturday or early Sunday. Abandoning his previous restraint, President Trump challenged the credibility of the woman accusing his Supreme Court nominee of sexual assault on Friday, declaring that if the alleged attack was so terrible, she would have reported it to law enforcement. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 86 points. The Nasdaq dropped 41. More on these stories at townhall.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551 or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. 
A British investigative group says two suspects in the poisoning of an ex-Russian spy were briefly detained in the Netherlands earlier this year. The Bellingcat probe quoted an unnamed security official saying that Alexander Petrov and Ruslan Boshirov were detained in the Netherlands earlier this year and released without being charged. Dutch authorities haven't immediately confirmed the report saying they are assessing an associated press request for comment. Britain has charged Petrov and Boshirov with trying to kill Russian ex-spy Sergei Skripal and his daughter with a Soviet-designed nerve agent. I'm Charles de Ledesma. The trade dispute between the U.S. and China will escalate Monday. That's when an additional 10% tax on $200 billion of Chinese imports kicks in. The tariffs will rise to 25% on January 1st. Beijing has said that it would retaliate by imposing tariffs of 5 or 10% on U.S. goods. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. When Jesus Christ came to this earth, died on the cross, rose from the dead, John said, let me tell you something, it's something we touch, we've seen it, it does something to our senses. It's real. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, online at letstalkfaith.com. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. You're a donut away from Sunday school, right in your car. Faith Talk, 570, 910, and FM 102.1. This hour is brought to you by EDI Travel. Live from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios, it's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM, WAVA. The Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Local Expert Realty, where Realtor Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. You want to talk to her about it? Here's her number, 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858. Or go to soldin58.com on the web. That's soldin, and the number's 58.com. Happy to be sharing the day as well and the show as well today with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Well, it's a ministry, folks, that has uh, touched countless lives in the greater D.C. metro area for over 135 years, uh, creating a legacy of changed lives that as you think about it, it's going to live on into eternity itself. And many of you know that well because either you or someone you know has been blessed by and helped by its work at some point, and, uh, or perhaps you yourself have made it a point to support this ministry with your own prayers and partnership and resources through the years. And, of course, I'm referring to Central Union Mission, a gospel-centered, faith-based nonprofit organization Uh, Six locations throughout the D.C. area, operating for many years under the leadership of our good friend David uh, Treadwell, and now in the capable hands of a new leader, Executive Director Joseph 
Metamano, Metamano. You get it right, uh, Joe? Did I get it right? You sure did. <laughs> I practiced that all afternoon and still blew it. Well done. <laughs> uh, Joe Metamano is here in studio with me, and uh, uh, he has uh, his own story to tell in terms of the D.C. area because he's no stranger here. We were just saying, Joe, you've been here, what, 28 years now? 28 years, that's right. And uh, so this is uh, as probably as much home as it's uh, ever going to be, huh? Yeah, it sure is. I moved here from Philadelphia in 1990, um, came down to start a job, and before you knew it, 28 years had passed, and this is absolutely home now. Now, are you an Eagles fan, do I dare say, or are you a Skins fan, or have you... <laughs> Huh? That's a great question. It's always a dangerous question yes. with Philadelphia fans. Um, I made the conversion over to Redskins two years ago because my daughter loves football, and she needed to pick a team, so we decided to do the Redskins together. I understand all of my kids grew up in New England, and it's unforgivable for them to think that I might ever become either a Skins or a Ravens fan. Uh, they've challenged me more than once on my loyalties mm-hmm. <laughs> through the years. Uh, by the way, there's a great book out, uh, just out. I want to interview the author. I've just finished reading it. Uh, it's uh, called Eagle, uh, Eagle's Prey, I think is the name of it, and it's P-R-A-Y. Mm-hmm. And it's about the Eagles and the Super Bowl, Super Bowl team and the spiritual core of that team. But we'll talk about that another time. Sure. Uh, talk about your own experience with Central Union. It's such a great ministry and has such, as I've said, a legacy of curing hurting hearts all over the area for so many years. Uh, what did, what brought you to it to begin with? Well, you're right. It is. It's an amazing ministry. It's been around, as you said, for 135 years. It's actually the oldest social service agency in Washington, D.C. A lot of people don't know that, but it's the oldest social service agency. Last year alone, uh, we provided over 50,000 bed nights of shelter and provided over 3 million meals to low-income families and homeless men, either through our shelter right on 65 Mass Avenue or through the Family Ministry Center. For me personally, um, I've been working with the homeless in some capacity for over 20 years through my church, through personal ministry on K Street. And, of course, Washington, D.C. is a small town, and you know who all the players are. So I've been to the mission several times to drop men off or even as a donor. I've been a supporter for quite a while. Now, you, as I read earlier, and I haven't mentioned all of your bio, which uh, which we'll note as the uh, hour goes on, but you are really, in a wonderful sense, have been a street pastor to the homeless for a number of years in D.C., have you not? That's true, yeah. When I worked on K Street, um, I developed a heart for the homeless because uh, men were up and down the street as I would walk to meetings and go to lunch. And you get to time, you take the time to get to know somebody, you realize that this is a real person with a real story and you want to help them. And um, so I, that started off in a personal capacity, but I've also been a street preacher through my church. I'm an ordained pastor through the Church of God in uh, Arlington, Virginia, a small church called The Orchard, and I've been leading that ministry now for about six years. What's it like with these men when you first approach them now? You've had some years now of uh, ministry and experience on the street, but what's it like when you approach a person who's on the street, who's homeless, and how do you open a conversation like that up? Great question. You know, it really varies depending on the person. There are some folks who are just um, so hungry for social contact that they will engage with you right away in a very happy and friendly way. 
Um, there are folks on the street, though, who um, they're, they're broken. They're broken down by their circumstances. Sometimes they can be a little angry or jaded about their circumstances, and they may not want to converse with people. But in my experience, for the most part, most of the folks on the street want to be treated like a human being, and to engage in a conversation with them makes them feel like a human being. Now, before we go to this first break, give us kind of a overview of of uh, the need of homelessness here in D.C. compared perhaps to other parts of the country? It's significant. There's about 7,500 homeless people in Washington, D.C. alone. Now, you know, that's, it's a small town. Washington, D.C. is a small town. But here's the real issue. So 7,500, it's hard to put that into perspective. But as far as statistics go, it's actually twice the national average. When you look at homelessness per capita, Washington, D.C. is twice the national average, so it is a significant problem. What are some of the uh, dynamics behind that, Joe? What's causing uh, – I'm sure there's more more than one dynamic, but what are some of the things that – are creating this problem on our streets. You're right. There are a lot of dynamics. But in Washington, D.C. in particular, uh, affordable housing is quickly going away as neighborhoods get gentrified. And that's going to happen. You know, communities, the city, it's going to be developed, and that affordable housing is going to continue to go away. So that's a big part of it. Also, the jobs that are available to people who are largely uneducated, um, those numbers are diminishing as well, and those jobs don't provide a livable income in what is otherwise a very expensive city to live in. Those are two of the contributing factors. We're going to take a break, come back. It's going to be a quick hour. So happy to have Joe with us. Uh, Joseph uh, Metamano is the executive director of a great ministry. Many of you know that. You've given, you've uh, supported, you've partnered with them through the years, and we want that to continue, of course. Uh, it's a growing ministry as well. From uh, its earliest years, it is uh, amazing the areas in which it is uh, venturing out and ministering to people's needs. We'll talk about that as well. Stay with us. You could win a trip for two to Israel with Pastor Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory just by logging on to our station website. Win the experience of a lifetime. You will create memories that will last a lifetime. As a bonus, when you log on, you'll also receive a free copy of the Elijah map from Pastor Jeffress that shows the incredible Holy Land journeys of the prophet Elijah. Log on. Enter to win a free trip to Israel with Dr. Robert Jeffress at letstalkfaith.com. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. 
IRSDebt.org. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-451-3542. 1-800-451-3542. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30. On Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Dr. Joe Kelly with On Common Ground, and this week we have part two of our conversation with lead singer of CPR, Greg X. Volts. Hopefully you've made plans to attend the concert on Friday night, September 21st at Victory Worship Center in Lakeland at 7 p.m. We'll also have the band David and the Giants as well as John Buckles from Reborn Ministries. We look forward to spending some time with you this week during On Common Ground, Saturday morning at 11 here on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. I'm Call Bill Carl, and today's and Vic- guest host on the Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. The Don Crow Show on WAVA. Also happy to share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Talking with uh, Joe uh, Metamano. Joe is Executive Director of Central Union Mission, 65 Massachusetts Avenue Northwest here in Washington, D.C. A great inner city ministry of 135 years and counting. And Joe brings a lot to the table that I didn't mention earlier. He's worked in the past with Global Impact, Prison Fellowship, World Vision, UNICEF, USA, American Association for the Advancement of Science. And as he alluded, in addition to his serving for the past six years as a pastor to the homeless on the streets here of Washington, he is also an associate pastor and elder at the Orchard Church in Arlington, Virginia. And I think that's a good mix. It uh, puts the pulpit out there in the marketplace where it belongs, doesn't it, Joe? Got to live your faith. 
Talk about uh, a little further the demographics of the homeless here in uh, in D.C. I don't know how it matches up or contrasts with the rest of the country, but, I mean, you've got everything here, don't you? Yeah, pretty much. Each city has its own unique mix. Washington, D.C.'s homeless population is largely African-American, and that's representative just in our shelter. If you look in our day rooms or in our dormitories at any particular time of the day, about 99% of the men there are going to be African-American. And uh, how about uh, in terms of men, women, families, uh, veterans, seniors? Now, there's, uh, you've, it's, one th- it's one thing to see an older person mm. and you realize that they've probably been to hell and back in terms of uh, life's uh, challenges they've faced. But uh, how about younger people as well? Yeah, well, I think you're seeing uh, homeless folks from all ages in the spectrum. At our shelter on any given day, you may find somebody who's 17 years old or you might, may find somebody who's 75 years old. And they all have their unique stories of the reasons that they ended up homeless. And um, as far as the, 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 the mix of um, gender, our men's facility obviously is only catering to men. Our family ministry center up on Bladensburg Road is serving primarily low-income families, mostly women and single moms. So that's our primary touch point with women. And the same thing there, the, the age mix is anywhere from uh, 18 years old into you know 60s and 70s. Well, let's talk more about something you mentioned in the opening segment. That is uh, some of the causes behind this. Low wages, of course, uh, uh, the uh, rise in uh, uh, unaffordable housing and so forth. How does the Central Union find itself trying to address those areas? There are bigger issues that are going to take more than Central Union mission. Uh, As I said earlier, communities and the city are going to continue to develop, and there's not a lot that one organization can do about that. The real issue is, is the city planning for how they are going to address the folks who are pushed out of housing as a result of this development? Our job is both to be an advocate for the homeless, but also make sure that folks are getting fed and making sure that they got um, a roof over their head, along with other agencies that are working on this problem in Washington, D.C. I looked at some of your statistics here. According to the 2017 point-in-time homelessness report by the Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments released at the start of last year, there were uh, nearly 7,500 homeless people on the streets of D.C. every night of the year, right? That's correct. The point-in-time study is an annual event where they go out, they hire a whole crew of folks to go out and walk the streets and actually do a head count. That's why they call it a point-in-time study. But it's very representative of what you would find any night of the week. Now, uh, so how long have you been in the post, in the harness, so to speak, in the saddle? (laughs) August 6th. I just finished my seventh week, Uh and it has been an amazing experience. I'm just honored to work with these folks. What are some of the things you have found coming in that you really are encouraged by? I think the... Um, the hope that the men are finding at the shelter is a big part of it. Um, I'm an early riser. I get to work at about 6.45 in the morning. The men at the shelter are uh, woken up at 5 o'clock every day. When I get there, they've already had breakfast. They've already been through devotions. And throughout the day, the spirit that they have, despite their circumstances, really lifts me up because they are finding hope in Christ. So that has been a big part of it. Also, as I learn more about the other organizations and the community that we're in partnership with, there are just a lot of great people, a lot of great churches, a lot of great individuals, all of which have passion about this issue. Again, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Joe Metamato, 
He's executive director of Central Union Mission. You can find out more about their work at missiondc.org, and I hope you will. You can partner with them there as well, make donations and more, missiondc.org. We can give you a phone number a little later as well. Many of you I know in your car is driving, so just remember the website, missiondc.org. Talk about also some of the programs uh, that have been being put in place. For example, I know for years one of the major efforts on the part of Central Union has been to help men who don't have uh, any skills, so to speak, work-wise. So you may get them uh, clean and sober, so to speak, as we say, and get them on their feet spiritually and mentally. But there's then that big gap often in terms of employable abilities. What do you do for that? That's right. You know, there are two different kinds of guys that come into the men's shelter. There are those who are uh, just overnight guests. In other words, they want to come in, they want to get a meal, they want to have a bed at night, and then for them that's sort of the end of the transaction, and they really don't want anything more than that. But then there are guys who come in who are serious about wanting to get their life together, and those are the guys that enter into what we call our spiritual transformation program. And this program is intended to address their spiritual needs, their physical, mental, emotional uh, addiction needs that they may have, and it's focusing on the whole man. It's an 18-month program, and by the end of it, we want to make sure that we're preparing them for success. So we're putting a much more strong focus on workforce development and education so that when they leave our program, they're not ending up back on the streets, they're not ending up back on addictions, that they're out and mainstreaming their lives and living independently. It's, um, it's hard work, but that's where our focus is. And I suspect that some of those men who come for a bed and a meal for one night show up more than once, and perhaps along the way that some of them at least begin to reconsider making this a long-term commitment? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think when they see the work that's going on around the mission and other guys who are starting to um, experience that journey, that sometimes that's enough to get them interested in considering moving ahead with other areas of their life. Every person who walks through the doors of Central Mission is going to receive love, and they're going to receive the word of Jesus Christ. First and foremost, that's the thing that we want to make sure is that we are helping people spiritually. And that really is the red thread through everything that we do in the organization. Now, you're a pastor, as we've already said, and so you have your foot in both worlds, so to speak, the established church, the organized church, but the disorganized, if you will, (laughs) church in the making. Uh, What's your own assessment of the church both nationally but even more specifically locally in terms of its sensitivity to and awareness of the the need that is its own mission field before the church. We have a lot of great partners. I think there are a lot of churches out there that are investing in it appropriately, but I think we have a long way to go. Um, That's part of our um, priority for the next several years. If I had my druthers, Every church in the D.C. area would have homelessness as a top three agenda item when it comes to their missions work. Um, So we are trying to go out and spread the word and evangelize the issue, so to speak, to draw in more partners. You know, it's clear in Scripture that uh, the Lord had a very special place in his heart for the broken, for the homeless, for the oppressed, for those who are downtrodden, whether you uh, look at uh, Matthew 25 or several other Scriptures 
um, the Lord wants to make sure that we are taking care of not only those folks within the four walls of the church, but people in our own backyard. Well, I think, as you mentioned it, we need to remind ourselves our Lord himself was homeless. That's absolutely right. The birds have nests, the foxes have holes. And uh, the, for me, the context or background of that probably was in, I think, John 7, where his uh, his brothers were mocking him for not going up to the feast. And uh, I th- I've always assumed that maybe at that point, Jesus, to keep peace in the house, left. Because they, the, you know, John very clearly says they neither did his brothers believe in him. And they thought he was off embarrassing the family, kind of going off the rails with his uh, uh, grand, uh, illusions of grandeur, if you will. And so uh, he, in any event, uh, found it at, at some point uh, that it was not possible for him to stay home. And I think it's also true that Jesus wanted to make sure that he was connecting with parts of society that nobody wanted anything to do with, whether it was the lepers, the prostitutes, or the poor, those who were deemed not worthy of engagement. Jesus was very intentional about being in community with those folks. Well, talk to some of our pastors and and church members even now listening. Uh, If you could walk into their pulpit on a Sunday morning, what would you say to them about generally the responsibility of the church to homelessness, but more specifically how they as churches and parishioners might get engaged? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, I believe that any adequate reading of Scripture makes it clear that we are supposed to be taking care of those in need. The greatest of these, Matthew 25, talks about it. And I know people different interpret that Scripture in different ways. But the reality is right here in our backyard in Washington, D.C., there are people who are living homeless, people who are living hungry. Uh, there's 17.3% of the residents in D.C. live below the poverty line. So the problem is significant. And if we're not able to rally as a church with helping people in those circumstances right in our backyard, I think we need to question what our priorities are. And I know that, um, you know, if, if you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, there is uh, a heart of compassion that is building inside each one of us. And we just have to figure out how to channel that compassion to the right place. We can turn those energies inward and develop a lot of creature comforts around ourselves, or we can look at people less fortunate than ourselves outside the walls of the church. And that is where, where I believe the Lord is directing us. I'm going to take a break. I want to come back to that and ask you to give maybe some practical ways in which churches in the area can step in and become part of what Central Union's doing, or even in their own neighborhoods and areas, perhaps also helping the homeless. And for you folks in Tampa, I have no doubt you're just as sensitized to this, and you have your own homeless ministries and so forth in that area. So I hope this conversation is beneficial to you as a follower of Christ as well. Talking with Joe Metamano, Executive Director of Central Union Mission. I want to give you their phone number for those who may want to give them a call, 202-745-7118. That's 202-745-7118. But even easier to remember, missiondc.org on the web, missiondc.org. And we're going to find out some ways in which you, especially listening in this area, can plug in either as uh, just a parishioner at your local church or as a pastor getting your church engaged. Stay with us. We have more.
If you're a baby boomer with 100000 or more of investable assets, this may be the most important 60 seconds for your retirement. We're Sound Income Strategies, and we transform typical portfolios that depend on speculative growth into portfolios that generate sustained retirement income for life. And right now, we're offering the latest book from our founder, David J. Scranton, Return on Principle. Plus, as an added bonus, our retirement income kit, packed full of valuable information, absolutely free. So if you're a baby boomer with 100000 or more of investable assets, call 866-913-1234 right now for your free book and retirement income kit. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. In ret- Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel. Just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land Tour Company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at godvine.com. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Your favorite Tampa Bay sports talk show, the Pick and Roll Show with the mayor, the sports socialist, and Pillsbury is on the move. Yes, we're still broadcasting on Faith Talk, but we will be changing our airtime to 7 to 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Still the same great show, just at a fresh new time. That's right. Wake up with us on Saturday mornings as we continue to bring you a faith-based sports show safe for the entire family. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. 
Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. Joe Metamano, my guest, executive director with Central Union Mission here in Washington, talking about the whole issue of homelessness all across the country and perhaps at its worst in places like Washington, D.C., surprisingly. Joe, in fact, before we get to that question, I was going to ask you about how churches can practically get involved and individuals. Let's talk for a moment about what you mentioned there's an immense amount of wealth in this area beyond what probably the average listener really, really realizes. And yet we have, as you said at the outset, one of the highest homeless populations in the country. That's right. About four of the ten wealthiest counties in the United States are right here in the DMV. So if you think about Loudoun County, Fairfax County, Arlington, and Howard County, there's a tremendous amount of wealth here in the DMV. Yet the center of that DMV, Washington, D.C., has one of the highest rates of homelessness in the country. There's just a huge contrast there that I think we need to think about. Talk about churches and individuals listening, pastors and board members and uh, parishioners who are hearing this. And they, they, as you said so well just before the break, when we come to Jesus, he gives us a heart that begins to grow compassionate. If we're growing in our faith at all, uh, it becomes much more about others and less about ourselves as we grow in our walk with Christ. Uh, but often I think churches and pastors, uh, especially if they're not in the uh, urban area itself and don't have real familiarity, they may feel either intimidated by that or they just don't know quite where to grab the problem. Well, let me just first give a shout out to all of the churches and followers of Christ who are already working with us. Um, They are absolutely essential partners. But I I think there's lots of ways for churches or individual Christians to get involved. And at a minimum, we covet your prayers. Praying for the ministry that God would provide us with the resources that we need to get it done is a big part of it. Obviously, cash resources is a is a big part of it as well. And I know that, you know, every church has a budget, but we we ask that folks consider local missions. A lot of churches tend to focus their missions overseas, but right here in your own backyard, there's a huge mission field. So contributions is important. But beyond that, just uh, volunteering. We have 7000 volunteers a year come into Central Union Mission. So volunteering is a key part of what we do. Spreading the word. This is a huge part of what we need our, our, our listeners to do, Don, is to let others know about the plight of the homeless and to spread the word about Central Union Mission. And then, uh, obviously, uh, within the church, making sure that folks understand that when you're talking about homelessness, homelessness isn't a crime. These are folks who are real individuals, real people with real stories, who oftentimes just ended up having, just for lack of a better word, bum luck. And I think as the body of Christ, we should be able to coalesce around people in need and lift them up in their time of need. Can churches and youth groups and other groups as well uh, make a missions trip to Washington, D.C.? I mean, we get them excited about going to some other part of the world. Absolutely. Just today, I try to eat lunch with our men at least a couple times a week. Today, there was a group of uh, teenagers serving lunch at Central Union Mission. So either give us a call 
or go to the website. We are more than glad to bring in church groups. Um, if folks want to come and just do a tour of the mission, I'm glad to do that. This week alone, we had two events called Taste of the Mission, where anybody can come in, have lunch with us, and give them a tour behind the scenes to see what happens in a homeless shelter. Here's that phone number, 202-745-7118. That's 202-745-7118. Should they ask to speak with you or someone else uh, there to handle it or what? They can ask to speak with me, or usually if you just get the main switchboard, they know who to connect you with. And the website, missiondc.org, missiondc.org. Now, How did you get pulled into this remarkable work, not only in this leadership capacity now, but on the streets right where the rubber meets the road? How did you get so fully involved in uh, reaching the homeless? Yeah, it's an interesting story. When I was about eight or nine years old, my mother took me into uh, a store in downtown Philadelphia to buy school clothes. It was in August, so we were preparing for the school year. And as we were coming out of the department store, I think it was on Market Street in Philadelphia, we encountered a homeless man who was panhandling. Uh, You know, I was a kid from the suburbs. I didn't have a lot of experience with this. But my mother stopped and greeted the man. Um, She gave him a couple dollars. She noticed that he was picking up cigarette butts off of the ground to smoke them. Um, My mother was a smoker, unfortunately, but she gave him a couple of cigarettes so that he didn't have to smoke these disgusting cigarette butts off of the ground and gave him a couple of dollars and said, you know, I hope I hope uh, things get better for you. And we walked away. We got about half a block down the street and I looked at my mom and I said, Mom, why did you why did you do that? Not that I had any objection to it. It just this was a new experience for me. And I remember my mother looking me in the eyes and she said, Joey, at some point in their life, everybody needs help. Well, that stayed in my brain my entire life, and my mother had a very compassionate heart. So from that point on, I was always the kid that was involved in volunteer work, whether it was helping the elderly in my neighborhood, volunteering for Habitat for Humanity, whatever it might be. But uh, uh, go forward in the timeline a little bit. This past March, on March 1st, my mother died. And in the weeks leading up to her death, she did what a lot of people do. They start to reveal more about themselves as they know their time is coming. My mother revealed to me that when she was a teenager, she was homeless. Mm. I never knew this. I never knew this. But she told me that she was homeless on the streets of Philadelphia. At night, she would walk down the street and and pull on car door handles until she found an unlocked car, and she would sleep in the back of the car overnight. That was where she would stay that night. She would go uh, take a shower at the YMCA in the morning and go to her part-time job. But when she told me that, all the dots were connected between that and what happened when I was eight years old, that story she told me. So homelessness, has a, a it's very personal to me. But even before that, um, just getting to know the story of some of these men on the street is very compelling, and it changes your view of the homeless. We're going to take another break, come back for a few more minutes. And again, if you're just joining us, we'd love to have you make note of the website, missiondc.org. Joe Metamato is the executive director. Phone number is 202-745-7118. And as I said, you can take a group from your church or your neighborhood or whatever. You want to come and visit, take a missions trip to Central Union Mission. You can do that. They'd be happy to talk with you about it. Stay with us. We have a bit more. 
writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. How would you like to win a trip for two to Israel with Pastor Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory? A trip to the Holy Land will make the words of the Bible come alive for you and transform how you study God's Word. You will create memories that will last a lifetime. And I promise you will encounter the Lord in a way you've never experienced before. Just log on to our station website and you could win the experience of a lifetime with Pastor Jeffress. As a bonus, when you log on, you'll also receive a free copy of the Elijah map from Pastor Jeffress that shows the incredible Holy Land journeys of the prophet Elijah and the significance of the major milestones in his life. We're using the prophet's life to uncover seven secrets for living a successful and significant life. So log on today and you may be following in Elijah's footsteps soon. Enter to win a free trip to Israel with Dr. Robert Jeffress at letstalkfaith.com. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, auto or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Let's face it, we live in a time where we constantly have to sift through fake news and fake qualifications. Here in Florida, with the uptick in the need for electrical contractors, it's not unusual to hear about electricians who either portray their abilities beyond that which they're licensed for, or they're not licensed at all compromising the quality of work and the safety of their clients. You can rest secure knowing that Mr. Sparky electricians are fully licensed and qualified to perform the installations and repairs you require. Not only are Mr. Sparky electricians fully licensed, they're background checked, drug tested, they arrive on time, and every bit of work they do is satisfaction guaranteed 100%. And there's nothing fake about that. You don't have to put up with any malarkey call eight. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. There are many in the church and the body of Christ today that have no patience for rebuke from its leader. But there was an expectation that the church member would come under the leadership and authority of those that were given that responsibility in the church. 
Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore, why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. Don Crow Show on WAVA and also sharing the day with the stations in Tampa, Florida, the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, the show is brought to you in part by our good friends at AActionHomeServices.com. AActionHomeServices fixes your problems, and they do it right the first time. And uh, every customer, of course, receives a 100% guarantee, whether it's air conditioning, electrical, plumbing, Call them at 703-922-1900, 703-922-1900, or visit them on the web at aactionhomeservices.com. A few more minutes with Joe Metamano, Executive Director of Central Union Mission, and we've been talking about the multifaceted work of this ministry, and we even haven't even covered uh, probably more than a third of what they do. Uh, but, Joe, this all, you and I were reminiscing, this all started in a remarkable way 135 years ago. It certainly wasn't uh, geared for the kind of and scope of ministry you have today. How did it all begin? Yeah, so 135 years ago, a young pastor named Latham Douglas here in Washington, D.C., was encountering a number of, believe it or not, Civil War veterans struggling on the streets of Washington, D.C., trying to find a meal, trying to find a place to lay their head at night. So these men were probably, I guess, in their 40s by this time. Um, But they and their families uh, were struggling to survive, and Latham Douglas decided he was going to do something about it. God bless him. And he started this mission. And it has evolved significantly over the 135 years, as I said, we're the oldest social social service agency in Washington, D.C. And the work has grown. We actually have six different locations Uh, The main men's shelter at 65 Massachusetts Avenue, it's a 200-bed facility um, that is at capacity just about every night. We have something called the Family Ministry Center on Bladensburg Road. This facility is a huge warehouse that is providing for the food needs and clothing needs of low-income families, um, in particular a lot of single moms in Washington, D.C. Don, they serve about 4,000 people a month out of that facility Mm -hmm. alone. We have two transitional properties for men working to get off of the street. We have something called Camp Bennett, which if you get on Georgia Avenue and go all the way up into Brookville, Maryland, it's a summer camp for kids from the inner city who would never get to cook s'mores on a campfire, go swimming, pet a horse. So we have that property as well, and then, of course, an administrative office. But the programs, um, here's what I tell people. They wonder what's next for Central Union Mission. We're going to continue doing what we've done so well for 135 years. We're going to continue to feed the hungry, shelter the homeless. As I said earlier, last year alone, we provided over 50,000 bed nights of shelter, distributed over 3 million meals to the poor here in Washington, D.C. But our work with uh, trying to uh, do more workforce development to ensure the long-term success of our guys, addressing addictions. The vast majority of the men who come through our doors have addictions, so we have scaled up our addictions work. 
we're doing more with veterans as well. And also, as we talked about, and I'm glad you raised it before, doing everything we can to change what the perception is about homeless people in Washington, D.C. So it is, a, it is a multi-pronged mission, and I'm just so honored to be a part of this great organization. And folks I know who know the ministry are aware of this, but others hearing about it maybe uh, for the first time or haven't really known a lot about Central Union, at its very core is the spiritual component of bringing people to faith in the Lord Jesus. And in fact, you have a, a program called the Spiritual Transformation Program. What, talk, walk folks through that because that's powerful. Jesus Christ, uh, the gospel is at the forefront of everything that we do. We don't hide our faith. We are very faith forward with that. And so the, the backbone of the men's ministry is the spiritual transformation program where it aims to make sure that we are first and foremost getting people whole spiritually, leading them to faith in Jesus Christ. If they're able to do that, that provides them with the hope that they need to work through all these other difficult issues in their life, whether it's mental, emotional, Spirit, uh, mental, emotional, psychological issues or addictions, if you have the faith of Christ in you, it gives you the strength to work through all of those other things. So the STP program, as we call it, is meant to help address all of those issues and bring a whole man out of the process and then help him to get on his feet, get housing, get connected with a church, get a job so that he can live independently and mainstream his life. Now you've alluded also to addictions. Uh, uh, what's the K2 initiative? Yeah, so there's a, a street drug um, that's been around for about 10 years. It goes by a lot of different names, K2, Spice, Scooby Snacks, Black Mamba. A lot of people think that this is synthetic marijuana, but it's nothing of the sort. It is. It actually looks like pencil shavings, but it's um, some type of herbs that are sprayed with chemicals. It is unregulated. Um, the, the cocktail of chemicals that they put in this stuff changes frequently, and it's a cheap drug. It's almost a predatory drug, Don, with, with the poor because you can get a joint of this stuff on the street for 3 to $5. And what's happening is that because of the chemicals that, that are being used to create this drug, people are smoking it, and they're actually going into cardiac arrest in uh, I think it was July alone, over 300 overdoses went to the emergency room in Washington, D.C., but it's not here. This is all over the country. At Central Union Mission, we know of at least two of our guys who have OD'd smoking K2. It is a very dangerous drug. So we are at the forefront raising awareness about this. We've had two town hall meetings at Central Union Mission, full room full of homeless men to learn about this drug, and we're actually taking that activity to the street now because we don't want one more person to die needlessly from this drug. Well, final break. Stay with us a couple of more minutes when we come back. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. 
Windshields are all about safety, and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Does one day of appreciation make a difference in the life of a pastor? I've got to tell you, this event, I look forward to it every year. This is the one time where, where every pastor knows they're loved. Absolutely. We've been loved on as pastors, and it just really has spoken to our spirit to encourage us to keep going and to keep moving forward and to do God's will. It's times like this that makes the difference. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day is coming up Thursday, October 11th at Armature Works in Tampa. Beginning with pastors' forums in the morning, a delicious luncheon, and a special message from Dr. Mark Bailey. Everything at this free event is planned to let pastors know we care. Plus, we have plenty of door prizes, gifts, and free ministry resources. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Every year gets better and better. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th. Sponsored by EDI Travel and Word of Life. Pastor, RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch, Saturday afternoons at 430 on Faith Talk 570 WTB. 